Today we speak with Gabby Arthur, who is a homeopath and military veteran who served in the British Army for eight years. After leaving the armed forces, she had trouble readapting to civilian life, which then led her to see a homeopath. And the experience was so profound for her that she went on to train as a homeopath herself. She runs a veterans clinic with Homeopathy UK, and they are currently looking for two more veterans for the pilot project. They would also appreciate more funding to assist more veterans. So if you're able to donate to this program, please visit homeopathy-uk.org or check the show notes. There is also a brilliant five-minute video in the show notes, which is an interview with some of the veterans Gabby has treated with homeopathy. Please check it out. I had full-on goosebumps when I watched this. It is just incredible to see the change that Gabby and homeopathy has made in these men's lives. If you have a family member or friend in the armed forces, please consider forwarding them this episode. You never know, it might be just the information they needed. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now my mum and your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangouts. Today, we speak with homeopath Gabby Arthur, who is also a military veteran, having served in the British Army. Welcome, Gabby. Thanks for having me on the show. It's such a pleasure. My husband was very excited to hear that I'll be interviewing you because he served in the South African police force for a few years when he was quite young. And he's found homeopathy very helpful for the PTSD that he's had to deal with afterwards, which is something that we're going to be speaking about today. So yeah, I wonder, maybe you can start off by telling us what it was that made you decide to join the army. Um, Well, it's something I'd always wanted to do. I was 21 when I joined, so quite young. And I served in the British army for eight years. And I served in the Royal Logistic Corps, which is like the Amazon of the army. And during that time, I conducted two operational tours myself and lived overseas in Germany. And it's, it's a fun time I look back in my life and has, you know, helped me along the journey that I am currently on today. Wow, that's amazing. And then, Gabby, how did homeopathy come into play in this? How did you discover homeopathy? Uh, well, it's, a, it's an interesting question. So I left the forces myself in uh, 2005 And, uh, you know, on readjusting back into civilian life, I I did have some struggles there. I did reach out for help eventually. And I went down the prescribed medication route initially. And I just decided in my life that I just didn't want to be on antidepressants. And so I I looked for an alternative approach to my health and well-being. And, And I'd never heard of homeopathy before that. But I found a homeopath local to where I was. Um, and I went to visit this lady and I've never looked back, really. That experience is is the experience that stayed with me, just in terms of the detail that that lady went to in the first consultation. I mean, I'd, I'd only ever been used to to going to see my GP and, you know, it, it, it's not their fault. They just don't have that level of time to invest in people. Mm. And so, you know, when I visited this lady, she just really wanted to know the whole Gabby, you know, the mind, the body different aspects of my life, my character, my lifestyle, things that had happened to me in my life. I just felt like by the time I'd left that consultation, not only probably she knew me better than anyone Mm. else in the world, but I was just so intrigued by that process it really affected me massively. And and I decided that, you know, not only was I seeing the benefit of homeopathy pretty quickly after seeing her, but I just decided that I wanted to train as a homeopath because I just felt this was a calling. Mm-hmm. 
How did how did you find the homeopathic consultation experience? Because just generally speaking, people who work in the armed forces tend to be more closed off emotionally, I guess. And obviously, that's a you know a gross generalization, but just you know they don't usually come across as the emotional type. So, how did you find that homeopathic consultation process? Well, it's interesting you say that because yes, you're right. We are kind of closed types, and it's not something that we're used to discussing and sharing that, but. You know, this lady was so professional and so calm and compassionate. And I just felt at ease as soon as I met her. It was almost like we just clicked and I just Mm. didn't feel any anxiety with her. And she was very respectful of the way that she asked me the questions. Also, you know, she didn't need me to go directly into uncomfortable areas of my life, we shall Mm. say. That wasn't necessary. In in order to support the person with homeopathy, you, you just need to have an idea of what happened and when, but kind of how that made the person feel rather than actually explaining in complete detail what the Mm. event was and so that for me was absolutely amazing and I just felt supported and held in that you know therapeutic environment with her and was happy to just talk openly to her. Mm, That's beautiful and obviously everyone's results vary when they go and see their practitioner but how soon would Mm -hmm. you say you started noticing some improvements after your initial consultation? I would say within a couple of weeks of seeing her, because the the reason I sought to go and see a homeopath was I was I was suffering with mass anxiety um, and it was really, you know, I was able to kind of go to work and, and put on a bit of a front. But when I got home from work, that's when it was really affecting me. I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to interact with other people. It started to really make me feel quite isolated because I just I felt that if I was going to leave the house, you know, what if all the what ifs, you know, Mm. having panic attacks and they're awful. You know, I'd never experienced them before. And so really within seeing this lady within a couple of weeks, I started to really notice my symptoms reducing. I was able to sort of get a full night's sleep again where I'd been waking up in the night I felt that I was able to connect with my friends again. And so slowly over the next few months, I started to kind of get my life back to how it was. And I eventually reduced my, um, under the supervision of my GP, I reduced Mm. my prescribed medication and actually came off of that within probably about four months of seeing this homeopath. Mm, That's absolutely amazing because quite often when people have been on medication, it can be quite hard to wean off that. And it's obviously very important that we make it clear that to the listeners that a homeopath will never, ever take you off your prescribed medication. We just work with the remedies alongside what it is that you're taking. And then with the help of your doctor, that's something that if you choose to, you can eventually wean off if if that's what your goal is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And then Gabby, what was it like for you training as a homeopath? What was that experience like? Oh, well, it was amazing. I mean, so firstly, I trained at the Southern College of Homeopathy here in the UK and the staff there, the lecturers and the, the principal, Mary Harcourt Ellis, were so supportive of me. Um, initially, when I started college, for me, it was it was a subject that had obviously got my attention and I went there with an open mind, but I had no idea whether I would, you know, train, whether I would become a homeopath after that. I just knew that that was something that would fit nicely alongside what I do at the moment because I also work in the NHS for a veterans mental health service, although I must explain I don't do homeopathy in the NHS, but it seemed to be a natural lead on from what I'm doing at the moment and bringing my skills to the profession. And so for me, when I was studying at college, you know, it was amazing connecting with like-minded people. 
Um, we studied things about homeopathic philosophy, all of the remedies. I mean, there's absolutely thousands of them. So we covered the basic ones, the, the, the most commonly prescribed remedies and some of the newer ones. Um, we started in homeopathic college clinics within the first year anyway. They like you to get started with that immediately because it was a practical college. Mm. Um, and then really one of the key things about the course is we did something called journeying, which is your progression within that. Because if you're going to kind of study a subject like this, it is going to have impacts in your own life. And in my life, it definitely it affected me in ways I couldn't mm. even imagine. But you grow then as a practitioner because I guess in order to go out there and, and support our clients, we need to be in the best condition we can be to work with those people. because. Otherwise, we won't be doing our job properly. So it certainly mm. challenged me in lots of ways, but for the better. Mm, that's amazing. And I just have to give a shout out to the principal of your college, Mary Alice. She was on episode 50 of this podcast and she is an incredible lady. And she actually is now one of our sponsors of the podcast. So <laughs> thanks for that, Mary. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So cool. Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned there about the NHS because you really have such an absolutely unique set of uh, qualifications, which I don't know if there's another homeopath on the planet which can say they're an ex veteran and have that experience in the NHS and then this experience with homeopathy. So I think you're very uniquely qualified in that respect. And I'm <laughs> very excited for, you know, the veterans that come to see you, which we'll talk about as well. But um, maybe can you talk to us a little bit about PTSD? I mean, I have our family's experience with that with my husband, but I know it's mm -hmm. different for everybody and everybody has different mm -hmm. symptoms. So what are some of the things that you've seen in some of the veterans? Hi, homies. Just a quick break in the episode to ask for your help. Producing this show takes a lot of time and money, and I would really appreciate your support so I can continue producing new episodes for you to enjoy. You can visit www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash hangout to make a donation from as little as $5. Believe me, every little bit helps. I'd also like to invite you all to my Facebook group called Homeopathy Hangout, where we can continue the conversation. And for my Australian listeners, check out my amazing range of homeopathic kits, remedies, crystals, supplements, and more at www.eugeniekruger.com. All right, let's get back to the episode. Thanks for your time that you've helped absolutely so firstly i'll just say for for our listeners that ptsd is a mental health condition which can be caused by a traumatic experience and so with the veterans that i have been supporting and and did support last year alongside some of my college studies things that i see presenting are anxiety low mood people will suffer with um, dissociative periods where they lose track of um, time and day and also nightmares we will also see people who, you know, their relationships begin to suffer. They just become isolated from society because they've kind of lost their their trust in the world. And they they try to do, you know, they try to keep themselves safe. So, so we mm. see people avoiding things. But eventually you avoid so many things that you just avoid life. Mm. And so really people just retreat into themselves. And it, it's, as I said, you know, my project was called The War With The Self because that's what it is ultimately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, I should just probably clarify, PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder, which I haven't clarified that just in case any of the listeners haven't heard of that term before. But yeah, that's um, some of the things that people experience. And I guess if you go to your GP, they're just going to give you a blanket, you know, anti-anxiety or antidepressive medication. Now, you actually sent me this incredible, it's only a five-minute video, and 
it is interviews with some of the veterans that you've worked with, some of them with, you know, 10 years experience, 35 years experience. And it's unbelievable hearing these men talk about, you know, how homeopathy has affected their life. It's just unbelievable. I'll definitely link that video in the show notes, but you have set up a homeopathy veteran clinic alongside homeopathy UK. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Of course I can. Yes. So as I said, in my kind of college journey in my last year, it suddenly hit home to me. It's funny. It didn't dawn on me up until Mm. then that I could really use homeopathy within the the armed forces community. So I began a pilot project and I took on a a cohort of seven veterans all suffering with post-traumatic stress disorder. And I worked with them over a period of six months. So it was only a small scale project to start with, but the results were amazing, which is what people will see in the video that you just Mm -hmm. um, discussed. And so after leaving college, it was suggested to me that this work is absolutely vital and that I should apply for funding. So I put in a a proposal to Homeopathy UK, Mm -hmm. and I'm pleased to say that they accepted my proposal. And we're now, well, we have set up a veteran clinic that I'm going to start working in May. Um, I have two veterans already. I'm now looking to recruit another two more. I was in, Mm -hmm. in talks with somebody this week, actually. So fingers crossed, I might have three. Mm-hmm. Um, this will all be funded, so it won't cost anyone any money. And the way the clinic will work is, I mean, I'll be doing, most of them will be done via a Zoom consultation because it will just depend in the country where the veterans are. Um, if they're local to me, I live in West Sussex in the UK, mm-hmm. then I'll be happy to see them first of all, face to face. But if I can't, it will be done on Zoom. My project was all done on Zoom last year. It, it makes no difference really to me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm quite comfortable with that. And so are the veterans I support. Mm-hmm. Um, the project will consist of five appointments. So the initial consultation, which is our longest consultation, which is probably an hour to an hour and a half. And then they'll have their remedies prescribed um, from a homeopathic pharmacy, which I'll prescribe. And then I'd like to follow up with them really within sort of four weeks to six weeks afterwards, give the remedies time to work. And we'll do that four times. So they'll have five appointments all in all over probably a six month period. And I just want them to see what, you know, the homeopathy can do for them. And these are, again, Mm -hmm. veterans who have never heard of homeopathy before they came to me slowly but surely within the veteran community and it's not been easy for me even though I am a veteran myself I am trying to get this medicine to them I'm trying to get them to listen to me about homeopathy what it is and what it can do Um, it's a slow burn but I'm I'm getting there and I'm determined to do this and also you know the veterans who um, were in my video are going to help me get the word out there as well which is why we made the video because really I think, you know, Eugenie actions speak louder than words and veterans can watch that and be Mm -hmm. confident in the knowledge of of what, you know, what to expect, what it's like. And I I just think it can only go from strength to strength. Mm, I agree. I had all over body goosebumps when I was watching those five minutes. (laughs) It was so powerful because you're seeing these big, strong men just talking about how homeopathy has so profoundly affected their life. And one of them was talking about, you know, how he was on antidepressants and he was just feeling numb. And then, you know, how you seeing him and listening to him, he felt so hurt and how the remedies made such a huge impact on his life. Mm -hmm. And in the video, you can, you've also got some before it's kind of before photos and you can see Mm -hmm. it's almost looks like the life force is drained out of them. And then when they speak on the video after their consultations, I don't know how to, how to describe it. All I can say is for people to go check 
check the show notes and watch this video because you can see it's like the life force has returned to them. You can see like they've got a reason for living. They feel excited about life. I don't know. Uh, you, listeners will just have to go watch that video. It speaks for itself. Now, um, anything else? If there is a is a veteran listening to this now, like like we said before, you know, often people who do this as a career or have done it in the past, they they tend to often not feel very comfortable talking about their feelings. So mm. some of them might be listening to this episode and feel a little bit hesitant. Can you just yep. tell them a little bit more about what they can expect in a consultation and? Um, yeah, just what what the process is like, and and anything else that you can tell them about to make them feel comfortable. Yeah, of course I can. So look, guys and girls, if you're listening out there, you know, first and foremost, I am a veteran, so we have that understanding. You know, when I reach out and I speak to other veterans, there's no bravado. We we speak the same language. We've had similar experiences. I've had my own journey as well on leaving the forces. Um, in terms of the consultations, so the way that it would work is I would send you out a, a questionnaire to complete before we meet. This is just so that I can get a really good understanding of, of what's going on for you. Like I said previously, you know, you don't have to revisit your traumas. That That is not part of this process. You don't have to go to that dark place. You know, if people feel they want to talk to me on, on a deeper level, I'm I'm also open to that. But yes, yeah, so the way it would work is you you'd receive your homeopathic questionnaire, um, and that will ask you all kinds of questions from kind of you know um, things that have gone on in your life, accidents, childhood diseases, family history, all the normal things you'd expect to see on some kind of medical form that was you know being sent to you but then we we dig a little bit deeper because in homeopathy we want to know you know what makes that person tick what their interests are what your character is like what your lifestyles are there's no judgment made in this at all it's just so we have a good overview of what we're going to work with when you come to the clinic then basically we will book your appointment that's fine but I would have spoken to you on the phone anyway so mm-hmm. hopefully we've already kind of introduced ourselves and then you come along for the Zoom and and basically I just am there to, to listen to the story that you have to tell me and want to tell me. And then I will ask the appropriate questions as, as the homeopath and, you know, you'll be held in a safe therapeutic environment. And then after that, you'll receive your remedies through the post. All the instructions will come with them and you just have to follow those guidelines. They're all natural there's no side effects with homeopathic remedies. They're safe, as Eugenie said, to take mm-hmm. alongside conventional pharmaceutical medication if people are on that. And then I'll be monitoring you throughout this process. So you can reach out to me if something comes up for you before the consultation or you want to have a chat. Then we'll meet again on Zoom and we'll do this probably another four times. And each appointment's really important to mention that I will review from the last appointment. So mm-hmm. I will have known your sleep was an issue. You you had low mood. You weren't leaving the house. And and sure enough, as we go through that journey, that's when you're going to notice the improvements. Because quite mm-hmm. often, even me, myself, when I visit my homeopath, I can't remember what I went with the month <laughs> before. But when she reviews my case and we talk about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, my God, I'm sleeping through the night again. And mm-hmm. wow, I t- you know, you take your family out, you start leaving the house. But because you're living this every day, sometimes it's hard to see that improvement. So we will, you know, we'll make sure that we're monitoring all of this and it's safe and you've got nothing to lose and you'll be part of something really special here because we're trying to get this to our community and, and you guys will be the ambassadors. Mm, amazing. And 
Homeopathy is not, not addictive, which is so important because so many of the drugs that people mm-hmm. are put on these days are so addictive and it can take years, sometimes decades to actually come off a drug once you're on it um, because they can be so addictive. So homeopathy is non-habit forming and uh, like Abby said, completely safe. So you have uh, nothing to lose and everything to gain to go and have a chat with Gabby. Mm-hmm. Now, the Homeopathy UK, I believe we can donate to this project as well, right? To help actually get more veterans sponsored. Yeah, absolutely. So all the details are firstly in the video at the end, but also you've kindly offered to put them in along with this um, podcast in my bio. So mm-hmm. all the information about where to find me on their um, website is there that people can donate or if people just want to reach out to me and and discuss the work I'm doing my email will be in there Mm -hmm. I think all my details my mobile number it's all there because there's kind of multiple things going on at once you know I've got my veteran clinic I'm building my practice as well for private paying veterans but it's also open to anybody that wants to visit me because you kind of connect with homeopaths and you find the right one for you and um, I'm also now, Eugenie, if I, if I can just mention quickly, I've yes. just started in the last couple of weeks. I'm working with a group of homeopaths here in the UK, and we're involved in a humanitarian homeopathic project for people in the Ukraine. So we're trying to support homeopaths who are out in the Ukraine, but this is aimed at soldiers in the Ukraine, civilians and refugees. And so we've got a website and that will be mentioned hopefully in this bio and um, the contact details are there, but that's going to be an exciting piece of work because I guess leading on from all of this, PTSD is now a global issue. You Mm. know, this isn't just affecting soldiers, it's affecting everyday people in their lives. And I think homeopathy has really great potential to support victims of trauma Mm. um, and bring this medicine into the modern day because it is firstly a sustainable medicine. It Mm. is adaptive and it is a modern medicine for today and Mm. it's just you know it's a wonderful wonderful therapy I absolutely love it and I just see so much potential here to to support the global community. Mm -hmm. You hit the nail on the head there it is literally the medicine of today and the future and it is Mm -hmm. the greenest medicine on the planet and uh, I am really excited that more and more people are waking up to how amazing homeopathy is and uh, yeah, the effects it can have. And I agree with you. I think PTSD is rising because I see a lot of it in my clinic, but from a different angle, because I treat women and children and the birth trauma that I see from a lot of mums, you know, who are diagnosed with postnatal depression, but actually it's post-traumatic stress because of the way that they were manhandled in hospital and procedures forced on them. And they come out of there just completely, you know, just deer in the headlights of what on earth just happened to me. And it can take them many years to realize it's actually post-traumatic stress. So, yeah, it's definitely something that we see all around us. And, yes, homeopathy is um, just so beautiful for that. And like you said, we don't have to go and revisit all that trauma. We will just give you a homeopathic remedy that will resonate with that state that you're in and it just magically dissolves it I don't I don't really know like I mean how do you describe it Gabby what a homeopathic remedy does to you it's really it's hard to describe hey it's something you have to experience I think well I'm yeah you do but I'll, I'll definitely have a go at that so I mean homeopathy is is what we refer to as an energy medicine and mm-hmm. so it's really important that when we sit with our clients or when I'm working with veterans you know everybody has 
a different energy. And, and we talk about vital force. We talk about the chi, you know, the prana, the life force. And, you know, depending on how much of that life force has drained away, I guess we then have to come in not only with an appropriate remedy for that particular individual, because it's an individualized medicine, but we have to go in at the right level to, to match that person's energy. You know, if we go in too little, we probably would see a slight shift in the energy, but it wouldn't really be enough to to you know them give them back. something positive <laughs> exactly yeah. or if we go in maybe a little bit too heavy too hard too fast that could overwhelm people as well so it just depends on their their own vital force and that's mm. the beauty of homeopathy and that is the art and skill of the homeopath to you know interpret that no absolutely I agree is there anything else Gabby that you want to share with our audience before we finish up just to say, look, thank you so much for having me on the show. And I just hope that the word can get out there that homeopathy is here to support our global community. Mm. Um, if anyone ever has any questions or they just want to talk to me, all the details are there. And I highly recommend studying homeopathy as well. I hope not only to, to bring the medicine to the veteran community, but maybe we can have more veterans training to become homeopaths because I guess this will be my life's goal, really. And um, I just feel it's an absolute privilege and mm. I enjoy and love every minute of it. Mm. Oh, it's so inspirational hearing you speak, Abby. And thank you so much for the privilege of being able to speak with you today. And I know that there's going to be hundreds, hopefully thousands of people <laughs> listening to this episode and feeling inspired to get in touch with you and, you know, seek something safe that's going to help them uh, in their journey. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah, no, and you too. And thank you for everything you do. And your show's amazing. Oh, <laughs> thanks so much. Chat soon. Bye. Okay, Eugenie. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Goodbye now.